0: Hey guys, welcome to Momentum Monday, I'm Steve Holbrook, I'm excited to be with you here today. What I wanna talk about today is how to maximize your relationship with your mentor. I think a lot of people, they're around these really good people and they have access to these really good people, they just struggle with how to maximize that relationship. You know, I get a lot of people that DM me on social media, they're like, hey, can you mentor me? Can you coach me? and you know one of the first thing that pops to mind is well you know you have so many good people around you that you aren't utilizing what makes you think that i have all the answers why would you just want to come to me when you can go to you know julie or adam or sarah and these are all great 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 leaders and great mentors and then what i realize is that a lot of people don't know the right questions to ask their mentors so what I want to do is I got 15 points and I don't usually do actually 14. I have 14 points. I don't usually do this many points but these are all valuable things if you know if you trained your mentees to ask these things or if you got good at asking these questions to your mentors uh, that would create a very real and vulnerable relationship and you know we're taught, you know, we were taught in the past, you know, being vulnerable as a leader isn't good. It shows weakness. Well, there's lots of proof that that's not true. And to be vulnerable as a leader uh, is, is important in this day and age. There's a really good book that I recommend you read uh, that I got through in, in short time. The, the name of the book is The Culture Code. The secrets of highly successful groups and it's written by daniel coyle it's an unbelievable book on on the culture of leadership and i just recommend that you uh that you go and you read that book i think you'll love it so i have some points here that that i think are important i think if you got good at asking these questions uh it would change a lot of things for you so go ahead and get a pen and you want to write these down number one first question that you can ask your mentor is what used to be your biggest weaknesses what used to be your biggest weaknesses the reason i like this question is because you can instantly learn from their mistakes it's going to condense time frames it's going to it's going to it's going to help you understand what this person had to get better at in order to excel in the the position of the business that they're in, and it's gonna allow you to start working on that right now. That's a a question that I love to ask. The second question, number two is, what are you most proud of? What are you most proud of in in the journey of your five, 10, 15, 20 year entrepreneurship, uh, your journey the last 20 years of your life? What are you most proud of? And the reason I like this question is, it's gonna help you understand what the most important part of that journey was for that person. And although everybody has a different journey and we're all we're all doing things for different reasons, I think it'll help you put in perspective what the most important things are. So, you know, sometimes we're focused on, on maybe we're focused too much on the money or we're focused too much on, you know, something else. And, and somebody says, look, it, it's, the, it's the significance that I've felt in the last 10 years that's been the most important, that I'm most proud of. And you can just really start to, you know, be grateful for that part of the journey. So I think that's a great question that you could ask. Number three... Um, My third question that I recommend you asking is, where do you see my strengths? Where do you see my strengths? The reason I like this question is because this is going to be an opportunity for you to build belief in yourself. If you came to me and you said, you know what, Steve, you know, what do you see my strengths? And I was honest with you and I said to you, you know what, Uh, your heart, you have such a big heart, you wear it on your sleeve. You know, people could just tell that you're genuine and that you're caring and and you just kind of draw people into your authenticity and it all, it all comes from your heart. You know, if I'm telling you things about you that are already true, uh, that's going to remind you why you can win in business. Because you're going to leave that conversation going, you know what? I can win here because I do have a big heart. And Steve is right. And it's going to help build belief in yourself. That's a great question to ask. Number four, number four, what do you see as some of my blind spots? You know, this concept of blind spot was introduced to me uh, a few months ago. And the reason that I think, what do you see as some of my blind spots is such an important question is because we all have blind spots. You know, when you're driving a car, uh, if you look over your left shoulder, there's a blind spot and it's a spot that I can't see, but everybody else around me can see it. That's what your blind spot is. It's something that you don't see that you're doing on an ongoing basis that's affecting you, but everybody else around you sees it. And I'd recommend that you get close with your mentor or somebody that you trust and, and you be vulnerable. You say, look, what, what's my blind spot? What am I not seeing? And that's just going to help you. It's just going to help you get through it. I love that question. Number five, what's the number one thing that I have to improve on for me to see some dramatic results? What's the number one thing I have to improve on to see some dramatic results? Like, like if I don't if I don't change this, I'm not gonna see any results. What is that? A lot of us have have one thing that if we just tweak that one thing, that would help us move forward significantly. Obviously, there's a lot of things that we have to get better at, but a lot of us have this kind of this one gaping issue that that it kind of kind of ties into the blind spot. But what's that one thing that if I got better at, I would start seeing some results almost instantly, you know, because I feel like most of us have that one thing. It's a great question to ask. Number six, how am I viewed by others in the team? How am I viewed by others, my colleagues in the team? What's my personal brand within this organization, within this team? That's a pretty vulnerable question. And when you ask it, you're gonna get a real answer. And it's awesome because you can change your brand. Just like, just like if Pepsi wants to change their brand, they, they, they go back to the marketing team and they think about how can we change our brand? What are some things we can do to tweak our brand? Just same as you. You can go back to the drug bar and say, okay, well, you know, that's not a brand that I want. How, how do I tweak my brand? And you start working on that. Number seven, how am I viewed by my leadership? So not just my colleagues, but how am I viewed by my leadership? It's a really important question. If you wanna have opportunity for upper mobility and you wanna be put in a a, a leadership role, you wanna be given more responsibility on the team, it's important to know how you're viewed by your leadership. Again, it's something that can be worked on. Very important. Number eight, what areas of my communication can be improved? I think everything starts with communication. The number one reason teams start to break down is lack of communication. So we can all get better at communication. So why not ask what areas of my communication can be improved? And you know what? There might be one or two areas that you need to get better at in communication. There might not be any, but you know what? It's important to ask because if there's a communication hole, this is really going to affect you. And you don't think there's an issue because because if you thought that there was an issue, you would have already fixed it. So you have to ask somebody to get the the true answer. Love that question. Number nine, how coachable person have I been? Are you coachable? Or are you only coachable when it's convenient? See, everybody's coachable when it's super convenient. But I want to know, like, have I been coachable when it's been inconvenient? How coachable have I been? It's very important to be coachable. Number 10, you know what? Can we role play a couple aspects of me doing the business? You let your mentor inspect what they expect. Can I run my presentation by you? Can I make a few phone calls in front of you? Can I, can I help? Can I handle a few objections? Can I do a pretend interview? Can I pretend to close a sale in front of you? Can you evaluate me? Can I role play the business in front of you? Completely expose myself, my presentation, all my insecurities about my presentation and let you evaluate how I've been doing. It's so important. It's so important to do that. Number 11. I love this question. If you were me, what would you be doing? If you were me, what would you be doing today, tomorrow, on an ongoing basis, daily, hourly? How would you be thinking? What would you be doing? You know, although people ask this to me once in a while, very few people actually take it seriously. So it's one thing for you to be asking this question, but you got to take this stuff seriously, right? If you were me, what would you be doing? It's a real question. Number 12, can you recommend some specific books for me? Your mentors know what you're going through because they've been there. But they've also gotten through it. And a lot of them are are readers. A lot of them are personal growth fanatics because that's what leaders do. They grow themselves. So ask your leader, what could I be doing to self-improve? What could I be doing to be be getting better? What's that one book that I need to read next? You know what? I asked out of one of my mentors and he told me the culture code and I read it and it was perfect timing. Ask that question. Number 13, who else would you recommend that I connect with? There's a lot of people that are around you and that are around me that you might not see that are a good fit for you to connect with, but your mentor knows because they know your story and they know their story. And although you guys haven't connected yet, they know that if they connect you two, you guys will be connected at a level that maybe you can't connect with other people on. So important. There's always good people around you to connect with. You just have to find out from other people and mentors Who these people are? Such a great question to ask. And number 14, one of my favorites. How can I help you? Ask your mentor, how can I help you? Do you know how rare that gets asked? Your mentor is the one that's emptying their buckets all day. Emptying their buckets, emptying their buckets, emptying their buckets. And for you to walk into that relationship and ask your mentor, hey, how can I help you? How can I fill your bucket? That's a big deal, right? What do you need from me to make something happen for you? It's so important. It, what it does is it just creates a higher level of respect, right? And it, it just shows concern for you, for your mentor, that you care how they're doing. You care about their well-being. You're not just there coming to the well to drain the well, right? But you want, to, you want to give back and you want to ask your mentor questions and how they're doing and how you can support them. And there might not be anything you can do at the time to help, but there might be. Either way, it's a great question to ask. So I hope some of this stealth stuff helps. I know I went through it a little bit quickly. You can find more information on my blog, right? You can find this video on YouTube. It'll probably be on Facebook as well. But I want you to imagine building an organization, right? Whether it's a small team or it's a big, huge company. I want you to imagine building this organization that's real, that's vulnerable, and that feels safe to ask those kinds of questions that I just went through. Can you imagine what that would do to the culture of your company? Can you imagine what that would do to the culture of your team and how that would start to change it and what you could do as a team And the goals that you could set out to accomplish and that you would accomplish if you had this kind of vulnerability and openness within your team. So I think that that's a team that's on the rise, baby. I think that that's a team that would be a force to be reckoned with if they were focused on asking great questions of each other. So hope you guys got some value, right? Share this with your team. Check it out on YouTube. Find me on Facebook, on Instagram. We'll see you guys later.